You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast, brought to you ad-free with the support of our patrons. Visit mashthosebuttons.com or stay tuned after the show for more details. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dropping Spicy, a Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Apex Legends, its development, and the community. I'm your host, Josh Wama Stinky Got Neutered. <laughs> Who wrote that? Kinder. Also known as Kinder. And I am joined today by Corey, ready to pop some Gibby Bubbles, Treadway, also known as Kurabara. How's it going, everybody? I'm back this week. And also, don't forget our uh, our other host, Matthew, JK. I'm on vacation. Later, losers. Crowd, who's uh, <laughs> not actually joining us today. He's in, I think, Hawaii, I think is where you said he is, enjoying some nice yeah, beaches, yeah. nice sun where I'm buried in tons of snow. Some jerks have plowed a bunch of snow into my parking spot. Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, Exo's back to the motherland, brother. And first of all, we'd like to welcome any first-time listeners and first-time guests to the stream. If you'd like to become part of the Dropping Spicy community, please join us at mash.gg slash discord, where you can meet the hosts and fellow Apex players. As always, our intro music is brought to you by Rifty Beats. That's R-I-F-T-I. You can find him on YouTube and SoundCloud. We'd like to thank our partner, Chicken Coop Esports. CCE is an esports and tournament hosting organization focused on bringing players opportunities that want to take their first step into the competitive scene of Apex Legends. We are live streaming and recording at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday, February the 8th. And we've pretty much got one topic for you boys today. And that is... Season 12? Yeah, the question. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm saying, what is it, Kinder? What's the new thing? What are we talking about? There's nothing new in here besides... It's season 12. The new 12. totally season 12. Yep, season 12. (laughs) Defiance. And what is there season 12 defiance? And that's pretty much like going to be the entire freaking episode, dude. There are so many notes. Like oh. I literally had to write nothing. I just copy pasted oh. it and we have like four pages of stuff. We got, we got one thing to start with. We got to start off with our week in apex, which is we're playing season 12 with the new control, the new map and the new legend. Pretty much. But anyways, pretty much. Let's start with those uh, patch notes of that season 12. <laughs> well, I mean, we can talk a little bit about, um, I do want to mention control um, real quick. We we got to play a little bit of it today uh, in our pre-show, and I love it. I honestly really love it. I'm terrible at it. I suck at it. Like I think my first round, I got zero kills. <laughs> uh, the second round, I might have gotten two, something like that. Kuru got like, you know, ended up, you got like, what, 10 one game, maybe like 15 another. Yeah, 10, 15. I'm like, I'm killing people just because... It's really an interesting mode. Like I like I'm excited for the season, but this new mode, I do hope they keep it because like it's too good. It's one of the best modes they've ever released. It's so much fun. I- it's it's a very chill mode too. Like we, we could lose. Like they'll probably have the map is when you start winning, you are most likely probably gonna win. It's hard to come back from behind. But that might be because we're new to this mode and there's some different strategies you have to take with it compared to like normal games of control I've played with. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like one of the big things um, is that if you capture 
one of the bases between the oh, enemies, well, like, we, base before base. We get, before we get to those faces, do you want to explain how this control mode works for people who have not oh, played yeah. it and don't know what it is? Sure, sure. Uh, so we talked a little, little bit about it uh, last uh, show, but let me see if I can go straight to the actual patch notes version of it. Basically, what you do is you have, what, three bases total or is it four there's a three 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 bases there's like three points and two bases each each of your there's two sets of teams of nine three teams with each team of nine or three squads with each team of nine right and how it works which was a little bit different for me is you have drops you have base airport base areas that are marked with dropship icons that are attached to either point a or point c and how the spawn works is uh, you first start off with either like point A. It, when you get capture that one, it links up to your base. If you capture point B, that's now linked up to point A and your base. But if they capture point A, you're now point B is now cut off from your ship. So you can't spawn. Like whatever bases you have is where you spawn, which I think is pretty cool. But you can literally screw over their spawn by just going and capturing it. You're probably not going to keep it because that's where their main base is. But you can cut them off from B so that your team can capture it and try to get an advantage. Right. And that's huge because, you know, you select where you spawn each time that you uh, that, that you die. Um, yeah. And there's like a rolling respawn kind of counter thing like next respawn wave. And it's not very long. It's I think at most it's 10 seconds or something. Um, yeah. And you, you've got to make sure just to uh, like my first game playing this. I was waiting for to spawn in, didn't spawn in, realized I need to first select my spawn area. I'm like, oh, I yeah, tell where I'm spawning in. <laughs> no, it was yeah, very I wish they would make obtuse. that a little more clear. But, but um, the, the other thing is there's a rating system, which is kind of easy to miss. They don't really put a bunch of emphasis on it. Like to give you a rundown really quick um, at the beginning of the game, when you first time you play it and then you never see the damn thing again. Um, but let me read from the, uh, actual wiki here. Uh, so this is a rating system that upgrades player loadouts, depending on your contributions broken up into tiers. Each one's more difficult to earn than the last. They can be, they can be increased by doing helpful things like killing enemies, capturing zones, etc. And there, there are three different ratings. Uh, there's tier, you start off with tier one, but then there's tier two, three, and four, basically blue, purple, gold. Yeah, um, but you get more points but if you're actually doing something that's contributing. Like getting kills is fine, but if you're not getting kills while capturing a zone, or we don't have you don't have enough zones, you're not getting enough points for your tier. Like I gained so much tier points by just capture, like not getting killed, but defending and capturing a base. Like right. being mad that I didn't get the yeah. kills, just defending and keep them off there gained me more points than just going and then try to try shoot someone from a distance. Yeah, defense is huge in this game. Uh, Increase in rating tiers will increase your player gun tiers by one, uh, and your ultimate will get charged too. At max tier, you can still increase your rating uh, to gain ultimate charges, but the rating tier and tiers of the player guns will make, remain the same. Yeah, I said, like, it's really cool though, because like if you kill someone who has a who's been doing well and has a high tier, you get to steer their loot. You get that shield. You get that. You get that gun. Oh yeah, it's super duper handy too because a lot of the tiers or a lot of the weapon loadouts that you have, you can select from, it'll be a really good gun. It'll be like a level two or level three, whatever, uh, flatline, and then like a Mozambique or a twenty twenty. But then you kill somebody and you steal their tricked out, I don't know, sniper rifle, you know, their their tricked out bow check or whatever they got, 
um, and you pair those two together, all of a sudden you've got a hell of a loadout uh, and you can do some serious work. Yeah, like it, it um, is very, very, very good at steamrolling if you like can't figure out how to counteract people because like there are like care package weapons I'll drop with Spitfires and like uh, I can't think of the gun right now, the, the light gun we used to use all the time. But they use the double uh, well, there's the Volt why that's can't? in there. Oh, the G7 Scout. G7 Scout. Well, I can't couldn't think of the name, but yeah. Guns like that that are just like fully kitted and they every gun you get you pick up has unlimited ammo. And that gun hurts. We got like Steamer by Team. We had two of those. We're just like mowing all of us down because once that gun starts firing, it ain't stopping. Right. I think they do need to add, um, if they hopefully keep this fucking mode, uh, they they would probably need to add ammo limits on care package weapons like that because that's just kind of busted almost. Um, but I guess if yeah. if you die and you're still holding it, then someone else picks the damn thing up. Yeah, that's know. what happens. Like I I like I saw I took someone else's up, but if I killed them, I'm like now it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, so I, mean, I don't know. Maybe that doesn't need as much balancing. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's all up in the air right now. It's all very new. But, like for uh, me, like uh, like one thing I'm noticing is speed is very handy in this mode. Getting to those first oh, yeah, points and sure. getting those first two objectives captured, very handy. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, but, yeah, the mode's great. Lots, uh, lots of potential. Hope they keep it. Pretty much everybody that I've seen so far on Twitter has had the exact same sentiment. Um, everybody. I mean, high-level players, like influencers, ragtag, like everybody. But uh, let's also, go ahead and get into these notes before we get too far in. Well, yeah, I was just like, before we get to like one final thing, it's like, it's just one of those few modes where there's so many people on your team that you literally, it's not as bad as like a three, but like it's nine players. If one person's sucking, there's eight other people to pull up your weight. So it, sometimes you can win just by having tons of good people on your team. Right, right. Yeah, and for you, get sure. to ex- you get to experiment. I definitely wasn't carrying any weight. Yeah, that was, that was also like a cool, a cool part of it. Like you could just screw around, like do whatever the hell you wanted. And it's it's all chill like nobody's like bitching at you now if it, if it becomes permanent it becomes more serious and yeah that's a whole other can of worms but you know it is what it is all yeah, right i think it's good to be able to you know, try out weapons without like screw like there's no ranks there's no points in this matters there's only like you're either gonna win or you lose like now like okay i'll choose like since they change the loadout each time like okay what load has a gun i want to try out i'll try out this loadout and see how it works right all right, let's move into these patch notes now. All right, so uh, I'm not going to read the whole little pre-wording thing. I'll, I'll send you guys that in the patch in the uh, show notes. Uh, but clearly, we have a new legend, Mad Maggie. If you didn't know, uh, she's fun. Her passive uh, Warlord's Ire is really nice. Kuros got a lot of use out of it. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, it's like it's a really like a. It's basically like every time, every time you, if you do damage to an enemy. You get to temporarily highlight them. You get a basically a free scan every time you damage somebody. And like uh like our first game we were playing earlier on the duos, I was we were fighting a path we were fighting a pathfinder and another person. Like I downed the person who killed you, and then the pathfinder like I just dinged him a little bit with my wingman, but it tracked him enough where I was able to get in the boxes and figure out where he's at. And he didn't know where I was. And I just killed him just because I had better information. Yeah. It just feels like I have basic wall hacks. And it's not like a scan or something that you have to activate. It's really just, are you shooting them? Are you doing any kind of damage? Is any of your passive, your tactical, not your passive, your tactical, your main guns, anything doing damage? Oh, you've highlighted them. And it highlights multiple people. Right. It's uh, very useful. 
Right. Yeah. And especially in situations like that, I, I think it might bring her more in line with like the high level players wanting to use her. Um, her tactical is pretty nice too. Uh, the riot drill, I got a whole lot of use out of that thing, especially in control mode. Um, it's got a crazy range. You shoot the thing out. It's a giant drill uh, and attaches to pretty much any obstacle. And I haven't found anything thick enough yet, uh, pun not intended, uh, to that it doesn't go through and blast, basically blast lava out on the other side. Yeah, uh, for a good little. It's little also helpful for those, like when you're looking at like, those little edges, like you're like you need to climb up something. You could hit that side and hit them. Yeah, you can do it through floors. You can do it through walls. You can do it through rocks. Uh, it's really really handy. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, also, I forgot her other passive. She does not have a movement speed penalty when uh, she's running shotguns. Yeah, which I haven't uh, had a chance so to use that. yet. So we we'll have to try it sometime. It's easy to forget that uh, it's an yeah, ability. Definitely. definitely. Uh, also, the tactical, it'll activate the passive if you hit the person on the other side. So it gives you free info. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a decent area of denial. Um, just for those two, she might get a little bit of a nerf. I don't know. But her ultimate's kind awesome. of, eh. We don't, I don't know how uh, to feel about uh, her ultimate. I don't know yet. I don't know if we might be using it wrong. It's my problem. Cause like, it, it's the, very, very possible. Because like, you can throw it at people and it detonates. But the main thing is that we need to use it for... Is you got speed boosting pads? You get speed boost. You go if you get your teammates faster. You can heal things faster. It's trying to use it more like an alt, like a octane or a pathfinder ability, less of a like a seer or a gibby thing. We need to hit enemies with it, you know. Right, right. The only thing I'm worried about though is anywhere that you can use a long, uh, like charge like that, like a long run like that. It's gonna you're gonna be wide open. You're not gonna have any cover to go behind. You're just gonna be running in fast. And, yeah. you know, basically make basically you use your ult just for that. Like the explosion is just kind of like, a, eh, but and it's a it little slow to come t- out too. yeah, it lets your team know and it lets it get your thing. But it's just we're not used to it yet. It's a very different ability because most of the abilities, it's either you're going to get somewhere or you're going to do damage. This does a little both. So it's kind of it feels kind of weird and kind of awkward. True. Um, I'm thinking that honestly, it was probably made that way. Um to kind of balance out the other two because her passive and tactical are both really good. Um, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but her, her ultimate's kind of like, eh, it's, it's nice, it's cool, but it's not something that I would pick, a, I would choose a legend for. Everything else, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can see Maggie going into my regular rotation for sure. Yeah. Oh, and of course, the next subject is control, which I totally missed. Uh, which we already talked right. about that. Fun mode, love it. Yeah, we can skip past that. Also, uh, I'm going to skip the rewards to kick off the season. You get three loot packs for free. They're octane packs. Pretty cool. I got two purples out of them. So, you know, those are cool too. I got some golds out of mine, so it wasn't too bad. It's nice to get some extra packs. And coming up soon, we'll also have uh, Valkyrie and Watson some packs. So, you know, enjoy those when they come up. Hopefully, Matt can log on while he's on vacation in Hawaii. You know, I'll just get his, um, I'll get his, uh, password and everything and log in and do them for him. <laughs> and then just tank his RP. <laughs> that's not, right. that's not very hard. Oh yeah. That's right. It's the beginning of the season. Duh. All right. Uh, so the Olympus map update. So I'm just going to read this. Uh, someone or something has hacked into the Olympus phase runner, sending the floating city crashing down and creating destabilizations across the city to change the face of the map. Perhaps forever. Players will experience a malfunctioning Olympus with new terrain exposed and more POIs than ever. 
so basically, there's been an expanded map, uh, spreading squads out uh, more so that the map center area, labs and states, uh, isn't the only go-to combat zone. Uh, better rotational options and new interactive map and play spaces. Um, definitely feels a lot more full. Um, there's a lot more places to actually go on the damn map. Um, a lot of the wide open places that were just sniping, sniping city, you know, the big hills with fucking nothing. Now they've got like debris and shit there, you know, uh, a lot of decent cover. Uh, we got our shit rocked a few times <laughs> when we played it. Uh, but it definitely feels like a, I'm going to tentative, tentatively say it feels like an improvement to me. I'm, I'm debating on it. It's like, we need to play it more. It's interesting that they've opened up like those one areas that were underneath the phase runner. That were just like big walls are now open areas. You can go through They're tunnel areas. So in a sense, the map has gotten a bit bigger. Some people are saying it was like, maybe like, I don't know if the people want the map bigger, but we'll see. But it has right. like, at least broke up some, through. some of the, some of the snipers sites. So that's not too bad. Yeah, for sure. We did go through, uh, we went, we went through what, three or four rounds or something like mm -hmm. that there. Uh, we didn't play very well. I, I was playing like shit tonight, just all night. I, I got pretty kills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kerr was on it, but I, I just wasn't. Uh, so we didn't get to explore a whole ton. Uh, but we'll definitely get back to you on, uh, how the map actually is once we get some more time with it. Yeah, I need we to find, want I need to hear what you had to think. Right. But, I need to find this new interactive map toy that says it has like a, I don't know what this new M-Drive map toy is. I'm like, what's the new map toy? I probably missed it earlier in the notes. What's the toy? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I do like but, also, uh, if, yeah. we, if we look right over here, there's a full blog post from uh, Alex Grainer. Never heard of that guy, right? No. Oh. Where's that at? Look, look down below the notes. Oh, I, yeah, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Oh, man. But, uh, but yeah, let us know what you think, too. Um. Our community always has opinions, and usually our community comes up with some opinions about things that we didn't ever take into consideration. Uh, you know, you guys help us get content for the show uh, by doing that. Uh, so let us know what you think, and we will definitely uh, credit you whenever we bring it up. Uh, if you bring up something that we find like, oh, wow, that's cool. I didn't think about that. All righty. So you want to catch us up on the... Be go ahead. Be before we move on, one interesting thing about this is uh, the uh, below the map. We are no longer looking at empty sky. You can see a full-fledged city now below us with traffic and stuff going through. If you pay oh, attention, I didn't that. yeah, there's a full city now. We're now fully above a city. So That's if we did cool crash, a bunch of people are in trouble right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel like they're going to like obliterate this map for or for some kind of um, I don't know lore thing, and then just like completely replace it or something eventually. Right. I don't know. I'm just like, if, if anybody actually falls out of the map, uh, somebody's going to find a dead legend in the street. Right. Or maybe on a, oh, or, or just skewered on a skyscraper. <laughs> oh, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, Curry, you want to bring us through some of these storm point updates? Yeah, but no. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, first up, we got a, a wildlife update. It's uh, now been a full season since we induced PVE to Battle Royale. And are happy with how wildlife launched. We've seen the prowlers a bit too punishing and not quite rewarding. I hopefully agree with this. And additionally, we've seen some bad edge cases that create frustration for players that are hoping to address this season. We'll go into more depth and exact details. Uh, so it looks like a prowler damage reduced from 20, 30 to 20, and the knockback force isn't isn't as bad. 
A uh, pile of NES completion rewards goes from 90 to 150 crafting materials. I didn't even really care about that. That was nice. It was mostly to get the stuff out of the prowlers. I cared more than the crafting materials. Right. Let's see. Uh, overhaul the wildlife targeting rules to use damage as a primary factor of it, which, which should help wildlife targeting feel more fair and less random, which I think is great. Because there was too many times where I was like being final circuit and ranked or just regular games. And then all of a sudden a prowler comes out of nowhere and just hits me. I am pretty like I'm like maybe the edge of their their nest. And they're like, you've come into my territory, mother. I'm going to go kill you. I'm like, dude, uh, my name is Anigo Montoya. You killed my father. <laughs> Prepare to die. <laughs> Basically. And it just gets like, ow, ow. Like I have gotten some cheeky wins out of prowlers killing people, but most time it's me getting screwed over. And like, I think my worst one was in the actual map. The final circle closed around a nest. So there's no avoiding them. No one's killed them. So all the last few teams are fighting these prowlers while trying to fight each other. Yeah, yeah. I, definitely good changes there. Go ahead. Sorry. So next, so next change I got like, um, prowler dens spawns are now disabled when there are two teams inside the same nest, except for a massive prowler nest at the center of the map. And prowlers are now Which neutral and outside. The, yeah. I do think it's fair, especially like those final rings. It gets frustrating when it's like they just spawn and disrupt everything. Definitely. Like I did get some, some people in the Discord earlier saying like they didn't like that. Like, why don't they just disable it now? Because it's fun to drag teams into this and have them get attacked by the prowlers, which is fair. You can still do that, but you got to be far enough away from now. So, yeah, and plus it adds a little bit of map interaction. If you haven't seen a team for a good while. You know, sometimes, sometimes, especially with these bigger maps, it's just a fucking slog getting across the map to find literally anybody. And, yeah. you know, running up on these prowlers, it's kind of something to do. You know, it's like one of those little small rewards things that you put in games uh, mm -hmm. that you would notice if it weren't there. But since it is there, you kind of take it for granted and maybe even feel annoyed by it. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Also, apparently now the prowlers are neutral when they're outside the ring unless engaged in cop combat. So the instead of attacking. Wait, what does that mean? Uh, that means they're not hostile towards you. Oh, I got you. I, when when you said neutral, I was like, like it can be controlled. <laughs> I think it's more just like when it's like when the ring when they're outside the ring, they're not just going to target you. Especially if you're getting into, you're in the ring and you're trying to not be like on fire. Gotcha. Because gotcha. some of those guys kind of know you are trying to survive, and it's like prior's like, "Hi, I'm not being damaged." It's like, "Leave me alone! I'm not attacking you. Go away." <laughs> So prowlers uh, themselves are neutral, as well as prowler prowler dens are disabled now too, which is yeah, cool. If they're if they're passive, if they've been activated, like someone shot them, they'll still hurt you. So don't shoot at them if you don't want them to bug you. Which oh, is the way I thought I got it, you. Which is the way I thought it was supposed to work originally, but apparently that was not true because sometimes they just start attacking because you've just looked at them wrong. <laughs> uh, also got wandering prowlers and small wildlife nests have been reduced from three down to two, and the wandering radius has even been reduced. Uh, they've also made tweaks to help squad clear prowler nests quicker. I don't know what tweaks those were. I guess maybe slightly less health or something. I'm and assuming it's probably like the the total like the spawn rate. You know, it, it only spawns like a total of however many prowlers. I would assume they adjusted the spawn rate to be faster. Oh, fast! That makes more sense. Makes it quicker. So it's like sometimes it does feel like they take forever to spawn up when you've killed them all. Yeah. And then uh, finally, they gave a slight increase to higher tier consumer drops from the wildlife. Which, yeah, that'd be nice Sometimes nice. you get some bigger heals than just, like, tiny ones. Like, I need more than tons of shield cells. Yeah. More rewards, less bullshit. I'm all for that. All righty. 
Yeah, I think those are all good. I don't think anybody will have a problem with those changes unless it's just assholes. They're like, I don't like Prowlers at all. I think Prowlers are cool. It's just they were fucking annoying. Um, let's see. Next thing we got, some drop shift pathing changes. Uh, I'm just going to read this. Uh, while Storm Point is a relatively healthy spread of landing locations, we realize that typical dropship logic often made the high northeast corner of the map particularly tough to land in. Rotating the distribution and moving the center point slightly uh, northeast should make High Point and Lightning Rod more accessible while, while still allowing players to land in the lower southwest gotcha. portion if it, they it desire. It looks like they just basically increased going down that, that direction instead of going, like, it looks like they've had most of going, like, like north to south or south to north. And kind of, like, almost yeah. completely avoiding that area. I don't know why. Uh, there was very few paths that direction, but now it's, like, at least ten times more paths. Yeah, there's some weirdness with the whatever logic they use. So it is randomized. That kind of confirms that. Um, so the dropship path is randomized. So there's a center point in the map, and it looks like, I don't know. Well, that's not a radius thing either. So, yeah, I guess it's just totally random Yeah, with uh, with some minor parameters. Yeah, this also apparently this is like, I guess, the, I'm not sure this is transferred the wrong area, but apparently they've also improved wildlife interaction with electrical abilities. So they've actually triggered reliably with Watson fences and, and Ash's tactical, which is good. I was wondering, like, sometimes I'd put you put a fence up and the, the, the dog would be like, eh, I am unaffected. This does nothing to me. <laughs> yeah, that's happened to me a couple of times. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to uh, the ranked update. Uh, so they say in Apex, the primary goal is to be the last legend standing. Racking up kills is the vehicle to get you there. Last season, we made changes that opened up flexibility by compensating players with high kill counts that didn't necessarily place first. We like this flexibility. But after observing pacing of high-level ranked games, we saw players were focused on seeking out kills a little too much. Players that focus on fighting for higher placements and team play should be more faithfully awarded. Mm, uh, debatable. Uh, let's see. So the change summary, the max kill P is down from 175 to 125. Ooh, actually, I, I think there's I, a lot of high level players. That actually, like that. I don't think that's actually debatable because what they're saying play instead, like instead of being like focused on the points being on just what your individual kills are in KP, it's actually giving the whole team more points because if you focus more on getting higher placements, everybody gets more points instead of one person getting all the points because they just happen to get all the kills. Yeah. Fair point. Fair point. I was just looking at it from like a high level player perspective, you know, uh, if you're a high level player and you're getting a lot of kills, um, you know, then you're you know, obviously showing more skill or getting more KP, whatever is more rewards for being better at the it game. It depends. But I get that, 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 but yeah, what you made a great point, you know, team play is being rewarded more by this. It's just not what I thought of. Yeah. Cause I'm not saying like they're not being punished for not getting kills. It's more of the focus shouldn't be getting on everybody just getting kills. They want you to focus on it. Right. Like make sure you're helping your teammates. Are you helping defend them? Are you keeping enemies off their backs and making sure you all are surviving to top five, top three, or the first place? Right. Because if you're getting killed, but then you're leaving your team in the dust, and then you get surrounded, you know. Right. Uh, below that, it says, uh, the tuning is more punishing to teams that undervalue placements. Uh, we're bumping up placement points for teams in the top five, easing back on the kill KP cap, and adjusting the per kill bonuses to require around two or three less kills to hit the maximum. Split one will be played on Olympus, and we'll move over to Kings Canyon for split two in April. I'm kind of ready to go back to KC, actually. Me too, I am. But uh, one um, thing, I, I still think there's a nice change, but I still wanted them to go to just a complete team-based, just KP, you know, team KP. Just like, instead of, if you all do well, you all get rewarded, not just 
whoever's getting the most kills. Well, the problem with that is smurf boosting, right? You know, that that that's the big problem. I think that's what they originally tried to combat with the uh with this change to begin with. But it's not that bad a problem. Yeah, we get we get smurfs. Every game gets smurfs, but I haven't found it to be as much of a problem in this game as a lot of other games I've played, <coughs> Overwatch. Um but yeah, I I think you're right. I, I honestly, uh, <laughs> I think you're just right on that, Kura. Uh, I, I don't have a retort to that. Yeah, like well, they at least make right. it a good, good change to the right direction. So I can't complain about this. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. All right, move on. Uh, communication filter. So during a season, ooh, I think this might have been what I read about and told you about. Uh, so during this season, we'll be releasing a new feature where players will be able to determine which players they want to receive voice and text chat from called communication filter. This is what I was talking about. Players can find the feature in the options menu under gameplay and will have three options to choose from. Everyone, you see in here all text voice chat from all players, friends only, only from friends and off. You don't see any. Oh, that's what you're talking about. I was literally was too busy trying to shoot people in the game to really pay attention to what you're talking about. Now this makes more sense. <clears throat> right. Players can also unmute anyone they choose, friend or friend of friend or good random squad mate. Um, so yeah, I'm if I'm looking at this right, that's proximity chat, right? It's gotta be. Well it says like if it is says it? everyone from all players no. then not proximity no, no, chat. No, this is just a communicate this is just for your team. Okay. Damn, I'm, I completely misread that to begin with. I thought that was proximity chat. I was about to get real happy, man. Okay, so now you can make it so that you don't hear or see any text from anybody if you want to, or only your friends or everyone, which... Eh, it's yeah, it'd still be interesting like if you could actually turn that on for matches and just have like, hey, what's up? I'm over here. Right. I mean, I, I guess there's certain people that maybe don't want to get harassed or, you know, just don't want to hear it, whatever. I get it. You know, I get it. Um, but. I don't know. I'm I'm never going to use it, but I get it. I understand why people would want that option. All right. Uh, so you want to hit us up with some Legends Balance, correct? Yeah. Well, you sure you want to hit this one? It's your favorite one. Oh, yeah, I do have some things to say about this one. Uh, so first off, Crypto. Uh, he has had some updates to his Drone V HUD and other quality of life updates. Uh, so they added a game state. Example, ring information, round timers, uh, minimap kill feed status. What the fuck? Oh, okay, just stuff added to uh, the drone's HUD. Yeah, stuff uh, so that, that you would see in regular, regular where you're not in drone that you, you couldn't see before, which is like very annoying. It's like, all right, how is the ring? Where's the things at? Oh, information that really should have been there beforehand is now there. Like, Right. It's kind of uh, it's, it's silly. Like, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. I was just saying, like, like these these changes they seem very obvious when you read them. Like this yeah, really sure. should have been there originally. The first one, like, I didn't think about it. But it's like, yeah, why can't I see my squad mates? Why can't I tell where the ring is closing? <laughs> I can't tell what's going on the kill feed. Right, right. Yeah, it really gimped you when you were in the uh, when you were actually in the drone. Uh, they also repurposed the drone HUD's uh, old crypto health and shield uh, presentation into displaying the health of the drone itself. Uh, the survey beacon markers are now displayed in world while piloting a drone. That was really helpful. I didn't get to use them very much, but the one time that I did actually go into it, yeah, it was like, oh, fuck, that's cool. Um, they changed the the Neuralink, which uh, I'm guessing that's just the just the drone's ability to see players uh, like the, the tagging the, system. Yeah, I think it's actually just a, the Neuralink is like 
what you can see, like how you can detect players and also how it links up to crypto. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's a little like like the, the ping system whenever uh, it sees an enemy. So it inc- increased the detection field of view from 160 to 240 degrees, which is a great change. That's a large uh, radius. Yeah, uh, that is really wide. Uh, Neuralink detection is now disabled while drone is being recalled. Interesting change, probably for the better. I don't know why it was really, I don't think it was that big of an issue. Maybe it was in their testing, I don't know. Um, but the big thing is the drone has been changed itself. So the deployment of the drone has received a rework. Uh, now you can press the tactical button to send the drone flying in a straight line in the direction of Crypto's view for a few seconds. If you throw it at the wall or other geography, it'll hit the wall, reorient itself, face out, kind of like a, like, kinda like a little uh, like a camera, like a security camera. Uh, you can no longer immediately access drone view after uh, deploying drone in this way. Uh, and pressing and holding the tactical will launch the drone forward in the same way, but then Crypto will immediately access drone view. Um, sounds all well and good. You know, it's still handy to any change, but when you actually throw the damn thing out, it goes like what five fucking feet. Yeah, it's good. Like, it doesn't it go very far. Barely at all. goes. Anywhere. It's uh, like I. Uh, they're trying to make some change. They're trying to increase his pick rate, but this these changes still like they're nice quality of life changes. I don't mind them, but more needs to be done. It's like, uh, yeah, clearly, like even if you just increase the distance that you throw the damn thing initially. Uh, that would be fine. But I literally was at one point uh, during a game, I stood at what I considered to be a very, very reasonable, if not close uh, distance from a wall, intending to stick it to it like uh, like you would, like like it says in the notes, thinking, okay, I'll stick a camera here and we'll be good to go. And I threw the damn thing and it stops like a good foot in front of the stupid wall. And, and you're looking and at I'm like. Yeah, like two steps closer and I'm able to open the door. Why is this like why is this so limited? Just increase the fucking throw distance, guys. Like, come on. You should have known better. Um you, you, they you also also, reduced you, the drone you want some caustic distance. <laughs> right. You can throw caustic's trap significantly further than you can throw the drone. I'll say that. Yeah. Um so they uh they also reduced the drone health from sixty to fifty, um, which would be good if these changes were really worth it. Uh, the I, mean, I, the I, I was uh, I was killing some drones faster, so that was nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, HUD marker on drones has been tweaked to increase visibility, and HUD marker for drone is now always displayed on screen while drones deployed, uh, instead of only when it was only when drones off screen. Um, they had a little little thing about it, talking about it, but I'm going to be honest with you here, it's not enough. They need to at, ver- at the very least increase the distance they can throw the damn drone uh, without actually going into drone. It's nice when you're running and stuff, uh, but you can't throw it out in front of you while you're pushing or even throw it uh, long enough to make good use of your fucking ultimate. Like you throw the thing out max distance and your ultimate's still going to hit you, which is fucking stupid. That's that's just stupid. I don't know what the hell Respawn was thinking with this. Well, the only thing I can think of is they're still... Crypto is still used used pretty frequently in high-level plays and does pretty well up there. It just doesn't do great, good at our skill level, so they don't want to like make them too broken to where everybody feels like they have to play in there. So they're being like very Maybe. careful of like, how many changes they add to it. Like they're just like like each time they're just slowly adjusting it until they can find something. I was like, yeah. To be fair, kid. I have I've never seen very very high level uh, crypto play. So take everything all of what I'm saying with a grain of salt. And if you have points to make, um, once again, get in our Discord. Let us know. Uh, tell me how fucking wrong I am. 
uh, for being ignorant of the beast that is crypto. <laughs> yeah, like when you get a good crypto, he is he is a beast. It's just not good for our levels. And some of these changes are kind of like, well, it's nice, but doesn't really like, well, he probably still won't have a high pick rate because you need to have a yeah. decent amount of skill. You need to know when to throw your drone, when to be in your drone, when to not be in your drone. Right. And, and what it doesn't, what it does is makes it a little better, a little less aggravating to use crypto. What it does not do is address the fucking problems that we had in the first place with crypto. Yeah. He still has the same it, problems. The, yeah. Uh, so welcome to my TED talk. <laughs> All right. And now for the fucking fun one here. Uh, so caustic, the Knox gas traps are now destroyable after detonation. Now, we did talk about this last show, and I got really aggravated because I was thinking that once they were that once they were triggered, uh, you could just shoot the bottom like you can when they're not triggered, uh, and it was no health, just an instant kill. Uh, and we actually just suggested uh, giving it a bit of health to kind of you know run out of magazine or whatever um, to at least incur some kind of penalty for taking the thing down. Uh, well, wish fucking granted. They gave the thing 150 hit points, which is nothing to sneeze at. That's that's a base level player, mm-hmm. uh, with shields and health and everything. Uh, so you're going through almost a full magazine to take this thing out. Sometimes, uh, plus it lingers for two seconds after you destroy the damn thing, uh, which is good. Detonated traps will all it will expire at 11 seconds instead of 12 and a half seconds now too. Uh, so overall, um. I'd say it's definitely a nerf. Some people had like this weird thing, like some uh, some arguments of why it's actually a buff to caustic. Uh, I didn't see it. Uh, I actually pushed in on an enemy caustic in control mode uh, several times using this, uh, using the new knowledge of the um, of the gas traps to push in on him and take him out um, where I wouldn't have been able to do that before. I'd have been zoned out for at least five or six more seconds. Yeah, I still um, don't like. I still like. I don't like playing against caustics in the gas, but you know, it's still it hurts him a bit. It makes him a little easier to play around since I can actually just at least destroy his barrels. They don't just sit there forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel a lot, a lot less bad about the nerf. Um, I knew he needed a nerf, and I think this is a this was a good one and kind of a little, little bit of ego <laughs> with us, you know, kind of calling it on the uh, on the HP thing. All right. Uh, you want to take us through some weapon and equipment balance, crew? Oh yeah, we got some. Uh, we got some supply drop rotations. Alternator, everybody who loved the alternator, it's back. And disruptor rounds have GTFO'd. Thank Jesus, I hate getting hit with disruptor rounds. I enjoy when I have them, but most of the time that's not me. I'm usually when I get hit by them. So glad that they're gone. Uh, uh, Volt now is in the care package, which you know. Kind of sucks. Damage increased from 15 to 17 and mag size <laughs> increased. I actually got the Volt a couple times in control and geez, it is now, it's really much a little, like, like this damage doesn't seem like too much, but I was killing quite a bit of people with this Volt now. Like, and it was yeah. good before, but uh, just a little bit I, extra damage just, ooh, feels so good. Oh yeah. I got a hold of it too um, at one point and I didn't actually get any kills with the damn thing. But I put a real hurting on a couple of guys. There was like three dudes in a row came up on came up on me. I can never seal the deal. Like broke them and got them down to probably like twenty hit points or something like that. Um, and I think two of those were were with one magazine, dude. It was just yeah. That thing is sick right now. Yeah, I got some. We got some I, new I, hop. That's why it's a, that's why it's a yeah. care pack. weapon, I guess. Go ahead. It is like I was gonna say. Like we got some new hop ups, and this this is hop up. I didn't get a chance to read these beforehand, but the we have a kinetic feeder for the triple take of the peacekeeper. 
which uh, sliding with triple chain peacekeeper significantly speeds up choke time and automatically reloads rounds. I am constantly sliding, so this is up my alley. I'm like, yeah, slide into, charge up my peacekeeper or my triple take and just blast you. Sounds good to me. Although I have not found it in the game yet. I've been looking for it. So <laughs> did you find it? Yeah, at all? I haven't found it. No, I haven't found it at all. I completely forgot about it, so I wasn't really looking for it either. Um, yeah, it's, we talked about good. how this worked on the last show. It was pretty funky, wasn't it? It was like you slide down hills and it reloads and stuff. Yeah, it's very different, but it's like it's something I'm doing anyway, so it'd, be, it'd work for me. I just yeah, yeah. need to find it and test it out. Uh, hair yeah. points rounds have made their return to... That kind of makes me sad, oh, but kinda yeah. makes, it kind of makes me happy at the same time. Oh, dude, now, I got Hammer Point Mozambique in control mode. Dude, I got at least two kills with that thing, you know, just busting them down with my main weapon and then taking that thing out and popping them from like a mile away. I love the fucking Hammer Point Mosey, yeah. dude. It's so good. I'm, <laughs> I am scared of the Hammer Point R45, though, because that gun is already really deadly by itself. It's a real good gun. But giving the 45 Hammer Points? Why? <laughs> what that's i don't know man cruel and unusual and i'm looking forward to trying it out and being very happy because <laughs> i used to tap the crap out of the p2020 with the hammer points but now with 45 just hold out automatically just ah uh, you poor poor suckers without your shields <laughs> oh man i love the 45 we've already talked about this a little bit um but it's one already one of the better sidearms in the game and now with hammer point 45 like just just carry that in like a um uh what's the fucking weapon I'm thinking of? Oh wow, I'm blanking on like the main weapon of the game right now. Mm. Um not the flatline, the uh the light the light version of the flatline. Three oh one. Why can I Yeah, the R301. Why can't I remember that? I'm like like the main uh, gun yeah. of the game, like what's the main gun? Are we talking about a nine nine? Are we talking about a, a a wingman? Like what are we talking about, man? Yeah. I when I say main gun, I mean like old reliable. Um uh, <laughs> But yeah, like a 45 in that sucker, like, let's go. Absolutely. Also, after that, we also have uh, Shatter Caps um, for 30-30 and bow check. You, like a passive, the passively affects hip fire for both weapons. ADS remains precision shot. You no longer have to toggle on and off. They did reduce the damage from uh, 8 to 7 and 12 to 11 for the guns, but... I was actually like uh, for like the last couple weeks I've been using either the triple like the the bow check or the thirty thirty with hammer points because mm. I for I, I many people have told me I need to try these these hair these uh these shatter caps and they were right I got a double squad wipe with a shatter cap with my two teammates that got knocked so I'm like oh shit <laughs> teammates are knocked <laughs> oh these two teams are dead this is busted and now I don't have to switch it I can just. As long as I'm shooting from ADSing, I get the shatter caps. Yeah, that, that's the way I want it. I'm not going to have the shatter caps on when I'm ADSing. Right. So this is and, uh, that that with the was it the boosted loader? Uh, is that the one that loads two rounds at once? Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, that with the boosted loader sounds just insane. I haven't actually gotten to try it yet. Uh, I got a hold of one, but I got killed before I could actually use it. <laughs> yeah, I used it a lot but, whenever uh, like a, it had a good. It was in the control. I like, oh, I can use with this together. Cool, I'm okay with this. Right, right. Uh, next up uh, on the docket, right. we got the triple take. Had a little bit of a nerf. Not really nerf, just like getting it in more in line with the uh, other marksmen. They removed projectile growth from the bullets. And uh, damage reduced from 23 to 21 bullets. 
the triple takes return to floor loot has been really positive, but it's proven to be a bit ahead of the pack with its range performance. We're eliminating the bull growth so it, retain, it retained from its days as a sniper to pull it more in line with other marksman rifles, which is fine. I think majority of us are using it as a more mid-range to short-range weapon, not really a long-range sniper anymore. Yeah, so for sure. I didn't, really hurt I didn't me as even much. notice the change. Good. Still, a, still a really deadly gun. Like you, you got to use it. What did you? What did you? Did you think? Um, uh, honestly, I didn't really even notice much of a change at all. Um, usually, I, I use a triple take from like mid range or so to like break open an opportunity. You know, maybe uh, finish, maybe get a knock on somebody that's already hurt or something, or at least bust somebody to force them to heal while we push. Um, you know, it's never really been like a like a finisher finisher to uh to me the way I use it. Um, or it's a good like sidearm if like you run your run your automatic weapon out, have to reload, pull that thing out. You can pop one just, you know, like no ADSing and it's still fairly reliable uh, as opposed to other marksmen's. Um, it feels just as good as ever. You know, I'm sure I'll as I play more, I'll notice more of the damage reduction, but I don't think I will pass it up. Not at all. all. Right. But uh, it looks like a flatline got a little bit of nerf, lost one bullet of damage from 19 to 18 now. And the Rampage apparently had a hotfix that I missed where damage reduced from 28 to 26 and the rev time was reduced, like the shots reduced from 40 to 34. That explains why it was hitting, I felt like it was hitting less when I got it back to it. Like this apparently was changed in January 13th and they just, in case some people missed it like me, I'm like, man, why is this gun not doing as good? Oh, makes all (laughs) kinds of sense now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, fully kitted weapons. Right. They've now added the forty-five, the triple take, the peacekeeper, prowler, and havoc. All really good weapons. I'll be. I would not be having having like, full kit at any of these. I mean, every one of them, man. Like PK, maybe. I'm not. I'm not huge into PK. And fully kitted just basically means you have a, a level three bolt on it. Like that's about it. Well, I guess uh, the kinetic nope, thing too. Not anymore. Remember, has a new hop up. Yeah, so I was saying the kinetic loader. Yeah, kinetic loader. But I don't know how that is. If 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 it's really good, then yeah, it's amazing. But that's probably like the least the least badass weapon on the whole list. I mean, like fully loaded forty five triple take, which people will probably disagree with me on the on the prowler. I, I love my broken prowler. I mean, I think the prowler is uh, a good gun. It's not my favorite. I'm very inconsistent with it, but I'm never gonna say this is a terrible gun. I think the Prowler is probably so good for me because I don't fucking worry about headshots anymore. Uh, I've, I've accepted the fact that I'm not good enough at this game to go for headshots, so I just go for body, 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 body all day long. And with the Prowler, that's perfect. That's what you're supposed to do with it. Absolutely. Uh, also, an interesting thing with the season is the weapons and crafting have been added back. But instead of it changing like it used to, now it's just the the uh, the flatline, the longbow. I'm now craftable for 30 mats at any crafting station. Uh, these weapons will not be on the ground loot, so that like redu- like helps out the uh, loot pool a little bit by not having too many guns and stuff in there. And these won't these will come with no attachment and two boxes of ammo, which I'm not too sad about this because that means if I really like I love I love the flatline. So if I can't find a good gun if I'm near a crafting station quickly, I can make me a great weapon, great early weapon, oh, yeah. or great early sniper. It's like cool. Yeah, we we talked about this a little bit last show too. Uh so I'm not going to rehash the whole deal. But yeah, it it's a really interesting way to approach um like loot creep, I guess is the way to put it. Yeah. And actually I hadn't um, read the dev notes. They basically said what I just said. 
Oh, I didn't even see the notes there. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what they were talking about. Yeah, nice. As we, as we introduce new weapons and like, loot into the game, we must consider the impact it has on loot saturation and the ability to find specific pieces of, for loadouts. With this change, we're able to keep weapons available but give our floor loot some breathing room. Like, yeah, it's basically what I thought. And cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, glad to see we're like definitely on point with uh, with our analysis stuff here. I feel like eventually they're probably going to start removing weapons like season to season, kind of like they do with maps. You know, I feel like I don't, they, I don't they know because like doing pe that. people buy skins for the guns. So it's kind of hard when you actually have, have objects you earn for those. So uh, yeah, can you really wrong. take those away? But like putting them yeah. in care packages. Well, I mean, like, if they promise. Yeah. I mean, if they promise to bring them back in future seasons, you know, maybe that'll be. I don't know. I don't know how they all worked with that. I'm sure they have something in mind like this. Like this is a really interesting way of handling it. I'm sure they have other ways. Yeah, I don't think we even predicted they were going to do this, but it, we saw like that makes sense. Right. Ooh, I didn't or realize they, the they may even go ahead. Uh, I'm looking at the next thing. Crafting med kits are now lowered from 20 to 15. So hey, cheaper for crafting. That's just I like I like med kits. I like health. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad that they're pushing crafting a little more. Uh, because it removes a bit of RNG from the game, which for high level play, less RNG, good. Talked about this. Uh, and I think that's a really good way of going about it. Um, and I'm back to, back to the weapon thing. I wonder if what they'll eventually do, uh, like say if they make control permanent or, you know, they really start pushing on, um, on arenas mode. I wonder if they'll like make certain weapons during certain seasons exclusive to like one of the modes or something like that. That way you still have your skins and stuff and you can still rotate them out into the BR mode and all, but that way you can keep the loot saturation down and still keep introducing new weapons and stuff like that. You know, I think that would be an interesting way to do it. Absolutely. Well, you ready to run for these, uh, these bug fixes and these quality lives real quick. How fast can you do it? All right. Let's see. Fix it. You were multiple, multiple legends were missing voice lines when pinging a caged flyer. Fixed for boosted loader, where ammo counter would remain highlighted. Uh, replicator fixed for cases where item could be stuck inside. Uh, error that Fixed an error that would tell players to come back in a decade. <laughs> I remember, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, we did see that. Uh, that, was, that was a good one. Uh, fixed for cases of lighting issues in some areas in Olympus. Fixed for cases where Mirage, Mirage ultimate decoys would get stuck on surfaces raised slightly off the ground. Uh, fixed for crypto's drone charges we use multiple times fixed for uh, trying to charge a rampage or or sentinel rifle when the round starts results in the charge being canceled when the round starts crypto's drone fixed for cases where it wouldn't show friendly nameplates uh, fixed where you were able to use melee on incline oh this, so yeah they they took out officially uh, took out punch boosting mm -hmm. uh, which people are a little upset about I mean I get it it's not intended but I mean, eh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it, honestly. Yeah. I didn't use it. I didn't I use it enough. It, it was it was fun. It was really fun. But um, I don't know how to feel about it, honestly. Like they're the developers. It's their game. It's how they wanted it to feel, and that's a very subjective thing. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I want to really even have an opinion about it. You know, you can have um, an opinion. You should probably be wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Uh, fix for cases where revving up a rampage while removing extended mag causes rev up, rev up bar to appear, appear forever. Fix for cases where the timer for the charging sentinel and blah, blah, blah. 
All right. Uh, they improved the targeting experience for Ash's ultimate by preferring locations that are farther away. I know a lot of people had trouble uh, kind of getting Ash's ultimate to. It's also kind of hard to go. see sometimes where you were actually going to hit. Right, right. Uh, and I believe they mentioned something like that earlier. I didn't actually read it. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Yeah, the, although I like like this uh, one. World's Edge changed fragment from high tier to mid loot. This happened in 11.1 update, but that was inadvertently omitted from those patch notes. Oops. Oh, yeah. I saw a big Twitter thing about that. <laughs> Somebody, like, captured an old uh, tweet that they made. It's like, is it just me or does World's Edge feel or this fragment uh, feel a little, like, kind of crappy loot now? And people were, like, in the thread talking about that. Ah, you're just crazy. And total validation here. <laughs> this next one's funny we fixed an issue with Lobo's ultimate where it would tell it would not tell you ins- items inside the panels and trials were locked then the alarm still got triggered <laughs> uh, I think that happened to us once at some point uh, let's see fix for cases where Gibby's arm would be missing during Pathfinder's <laughs> Iron Haymaker finisher oh no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually encountered this once fix for cases where the entire map would hear the audio if a player cancelled a beacon scan uh, well, I was wondering why that would happen. Yeah, yeah. I only came across it maybe once or twice, but, you know, it happened. Yeah. This is also annoying one here. Like, they fixed an issue where caustic barrels that were still being deployed mid-throw were not being deleted after caustic dies. Some of those I were like, I saw that a couple of times as I died. Uh, I didn't know this is an issue. Apparently, Watson's pylons had an issue where it would heal for less than intended. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I never noticed it myself, but, you know, it's a good fix if it were, like, a real problem. Uh, improved wildlife combat versus vehicles. <laughs> yeah, they can fight vehicles better. We we actually read this earlier. Uh, this this is in the this is up in the earlier areas with the pro with the, with the uh, wildlife where they can combat vehicles plus interact more easily with Watson fences and Ash's tactical. Uh, okay, got you. And yep. yeah, that that's just the wildlife stuff. I don't even know why that's repeated in the bug fixes section. That's your. This is why uh, I didn't realize the add, add ability for teammates to uh, survive items to be. You can see them when the inventory is open. So, like, you look, oh, up the, you look oh, down oh, below yeah, here. You can now see, like, hey, it's like, hey, it's like, hey, does anybody have have a heat shield? Anybody have a beacon? Like, now you can tell that my buddy has a heat shield. We're covered. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a really good change. Uh, they also fixed some weird rules, apparently, in how assi- assist and kills are determined and properly rewarded. Uh, oh, well, I saw this one. Quitting players can no longer deny kills and assists. And reviving no longer resets the damage history. Darn. I always um, do that sometimes just so like if my teammates about to die, like, nope, you're not going to finish me off. I'm just going to quit. <laughs> you're toxic. I'm very toxic <laughs> that part. <laughs> so I'm part of the problem. I am very sorry, everybody. All right. Oh, okay. Interesting. So I didn't actually see these. Um, we actually did because I, I do a little bit of casting uh, occasionally for Chicken Coop Esports. Uh, and we have access to private lobbies there. And since we're casting, we're using the private lobbies. We have the free cams and things like that. There's some features in it. Um, It's still got a few bugs. There's a reason it's not public yet. Um, Definitely some things that they got to work on. Uh, But we did send them, or at least I sent them uh, a list of kind of a wish list of features that we really wanted uh, in private match. Uh, and I gave these to, I forget who it was. It was one of the developers we had on the show and he passed it along for us. Um, and he assured us that these changes were pretty, uh, pretty good ideas or at least being worked on, uh, some, some of them. So let's see what they added. 
Um, for those of you who've never used private lobbies, you can probably ignore this part. <laughs> but for the rest of us, it, it's really good. Uh, so Observer, you added, they added a toggle to disable the kill feed while on free cam. Uh, really nice. Uh, they fixed ring visibility on minimap. That was a problem. Uh, fixed kill calculations for the status and stats screen. That was a constant problem. Um, a lot of the times we would get inaccurate kill numbers, KP and uh, assists, things like that. So we couldn't really tell what team a lot of time was actually in the lead. Sometimes oh. we, we will have watched the team completely wipe uh, another team and they would have one or two kills. And it's like, eh, that's something's, something's fucky there. Uh, something's but it seems fucky. like they fixed that. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fix the stats summary generation for team slots with default names. Uh, disabled club features in private match, which um, that's also helpful. Um, I, I would assume that removes the prefix to their name Probably. Uh, if they're in a club. Uh, which is a real pain in the ass when you're trying to call these damn matches. When you're trying to cast them, you're just like, uh, you know, and and Dad's Kurabara gets the, you know, <laughs> uh, it's just a little quality of life thing. Uh, added unique player IDs to post game API, so it's the same IDs that you see in the real time API. Uh, added some events to the okay, so they added some events to the real time kind of rundown thing. Uh, which, you know, that's handy for some more advanced casters if they're calling that kind of yeah, thing out. Weapon switches, player names, like event squad eliminated, match data, and it's like some nice little things. Right. Yeah, a lot of time when you're observing from third person, uh, you know, in free cam mode, it's hard to see, like, what they picked up, what they did, whatever. Uh, so that's really nice. I like those changes a lot. A couple of things that we said that weren't added. Um, actually, most of these were things we didn't say, so they didn't really listen to us too much. Um, but there was a couple in there that were like, mm, cool. Nice. Glad to see it. Nah. All right. Anything, uh, any further thoughts about anything before we start closing up, Kura? Uh, not at the moment. All right. And let's start closing things out. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to our latest stream followers, Ocentaro, Dots the Omen, and Realtree Hunter 3. And thank you to our new Discord members, Atone Grim has become official, <laughs> and KTZ Random. Uh, I believe he's going to be from Team Kinetic. I think so. Uh, Team Kinetics. Yeah, KTZ is usually their prefix. So good to have you in here, Random. Oh, wait, that's Random Tot. What the fuck am I, I talking about? That's <laughs> I, was like, I was like, is he playing with me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's totally Random Tot. <laughs> so I'd like to thank you all for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dropping Spicy. Follow Mash Those Buttons on Twitter at The Mash Network. And be sure to catch our live stream every Tuesday night on Twitch.tv slash Mash Those Buttons. While you're there, tell us how you feel about this season, about control, about the changes to crypto, uh, anything that we've said on the show, because there's a lot of hot takes in this episode. Uh, so be sure to curse at me and tell me how wrong I am. Kurabari, where can we find you on social media? You can find me nowhere. But actually, if you really want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Kurabaris, K-U-R-A-B-A-R-S, or on Twitch.tv slash Kurabara, which has been very quiet lately due to my changes of work schedule, but you know, one of these days, I will actually be able to recruit, like pl stream games again eventually. I know the feeling, maybe, man. Maybe, I know the I, feeling. Maybe when Elden Ring comes out, or maybe I'll find something else to stream. I'm still looking forward to doing a stream for, uh, I can't think of the game right now. Crap, my, my brain. Chrono Trigger. Uh, Why could I think of Chrono Trigger? <laughs> oh, that, that's like my favorite RPG of all yeah, it's time. It's a great game, so I'm looking that. forward to playing it again. But also, you can also find me on the Mass Network talking about Mass Effect on our 
show, Squad Goals, with Wookie BH and Chip from Wondrous Tales. Pretty good, guys. We've just finished Mass Effect 2. We're starting Mass Effect 3 soon. So, you may not have those episodes yet, but hey, soon you'll have the ending episodes of Mass Effect 2 and us starting Mass Effect 3. And you get to see, you can always tell us why it's the best game of the 2010s decade. Nice. I need to uh I need to listen to those because I never played Mass Effect One and I'm just never going to at this point. I just need to listen to y'all's well, takes on it so I legend, know what I'm talking the about. The legendary edition does make it easier to play now. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I might have to give that a shot. And you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Steam, Origin, YouTube, and pretty much everywhere else at Nerfkinder Please. That's N-E-R-F-K-I-N-D-E-R-P-L-S. I'm also on Instagram as Kinder the Camera Guy, but that's mostly a photography account. Uh and don't forget to join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. While you're there, send us your Apex feedback, stories, questions, and hate. Don't forget to share the show with others and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or now Spotify. You can rate us there as well. Uh, if you want to leave us a review, you're going to have to go to droppingspicy.com slash Apple Podcast or find it on the Apple Podcast application. It's the only way to do it. I apologize. But if you want a direct link to our show, the RSS feed, and all of the other shows, on the network, you can find those at mashthosebuttons.com. That's going to be the fastest way yeah. to get a hold of all of our content. Go ahead. Don't forget, you could also still leave us a five-star review on Spotify. That's what I said. You can leave us a rating. You can't leave us a review. Yeah. I said I said five-star. Just with a five-star. Yeah, yeah. Five-star. Nothing, nothing, sure five anything, anything less than we're fighting you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll call up Adonar and he'll get your kneecaps. <laughs> What's the last time we referenced Adonar? Holy shit. But a long time. Call that guy. At least a year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, you can also visit mtb.gg slash support to see all of the ways that you can support Mash Those Buttons including our Humble Bundle Humble Bundle affiliate link that is a hard one to say Humble Bundle affiliate link and our PayPal one time leave it in Ja and our PayPal one time donation button if you'd like to take your support even further you can do that by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash mash those buttons where we have tiers starting at just $1 a month, and you can gain early access to content as well as exclusive content. That's going to be it from us here at Dropping Spicy. Please stay tuned after the show to hear about the other shows on our network. Bye! Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 